Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Playhouse. I'm Patty Wilson. I'm readjusting myself. Humpty Dumpty. Or adjusting myself. I'm not readjusting it. Humpty Dumpty. People double do their words. Humpty Dumpty. We're a real estate talk show. Yeah, real estate talk show. I was trying to position myself to see both sides. She's got it under control now. Peripheral vision. We're back. I'm Patty. Patty's Playhouse. We're a real estate talk show. We podcast out. 850-656-0009 is our phone number. Our website's brokeragefl.com. This is my partner, Scott. I'm here. Scott Coward. So we're Patty and Scott, for obvious. Right. So how are you, Scott? I am good. How are you? We are recording in advance, just so people know. I I was out of town seeing my grandchildren, so we had to record in advance. And then last night, we would have had our Red Cross canteens and camo. Goodness, that's a, that's a lot of before and after. I know. Well, no, it's the twenty four. So Scott and I had emceed. I we hope, emceed. I hope we did well. <laughs> <laughs> if we did, never know. I will leave town. Like I would be so embarrassed. So no, canteens and camos was our event. We got to emcee, make people spend their money, buying glitzy diamonds and trips to Africa and Costa Rica. Lots of auction items. Be very cool. Baskets, boxes, and bows. Baskets, boxes, and bows. Mm-hmm. That's a tongue twister. Baskets, boxes, and bows. I think it may have been from the Grinch. 
So we sell houses. We help people sell their home. We don't actually sell their home because we don't own it. So we sell and we help buyers buy and we help investors invest. All the obvious that real estate agents do. But Scott does a little extra because he stages. Stages and styles and paints and fixes up. I have been told I'm extra. You are. Many many times. That would be accurate. You are extra. You are definitely extra. So yeah, we do that. We have a guest today, so we're going to be joined by Brian K. Will. Yep, Brian K. Will. He's president of the Tallahassee Builders Association, and we're going to talk about the Parade of Homes coming up over Mother's Day and then the following weekend. So there's two weekends every year, which is a huge event because thousands and thousands of people go through those homes. And then he's also a builder with New South Homes. Well, everybody wants to see what to do next. Yeah, so he does a lot of additions and retrofitting homes. So what I wanted to talk to him, besides the Parade of Homes and what the Tallahassee Builders Association does for our community, was how do you retrofit a home without it looking like a retrofit? Hmm. Because Scott, the stylist, and Patty, the appraiser, doesn't want to know the difference. We don't want to. You don't want to walk in and go, oh my God, they retrofitted this house. And they threw an addition on the back and did it without thinking of function and fit. Well, uh, you don't want to think of that. Unfortunately, often you do think of that if it's not done. It's correctly. the first thing you will. Th- Correct. If it's not right, you'll Shallow think of it. steps where people fall over because they good. expect the step riser to be a certain height and it's right. three inches instead of eight. And you're just trying to make it work. And you don't want to do that to the biggest investment that most people have, which no. is their house. And if you have little things like that, I often say for every rat you see, there's 10 behind the wall. It makes people think. Makes and people good, think. And not in a good way. Mm-mm. And it's so expensive, even on a lower budget, my uncle's going to do it for me. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes triple expensive because now it doesn't work and you can't sell your house. Isn't that the truth? So that's what we're going to talk to Brian Will about. And then I just found out Doug Will, who's been on the show four other times, who's with Leon County Property Appraiser, they're brothers. I can see the you resemblance. You can see the resemblance. Now. Yeah, but I didn't notice it till I was on my computer doing my research and I was like, I wonder... Goodness. You never know. So how are well, you, Scott? Good. It's been a, a fast week. I mean, really fast. Not sure why. but It's I mean, starting to get warmer busy. again. Well, yeah. it does, it's, does it ever get cold? Yeah, we've had like three days. Okay. I should have counted. We had a little brisk of cold <laughs> Like weather. a breeze. I mean, but honestly. <laughs> and daylight. So I like when the days get a little longer because then I can sell more houses. No, I do like it's that. Har- it's harder like to show part. homes in the... Evening when I don't you like it, it when it's light until nine o'clock, but I do like a lot more daylight. Mm-hmm. I mean, not five o'clock. Maybe we could find a medium there. four twenty because then I think I have to go to bed at eight thirty. Right? I mean, the whole thing. Not that. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> not, not that I'm up much longer than that. Anyways, yeah. But so, I get up early. You do get up early. Extremely early. How many hours a day do you think you're awake? I have thought most of the day. <laughs> I mean, we go to bed roughly around 10, but we're up by 5.30. So you get seven and a half hours mm-hmm. of sleep and you can function. Yeah. Gosh, I'm into this phase where I'm sleeping like 10 hours a day. I've never been a, even as a kid where everybody, you know, kids sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep a lot. I think that's a little bit as depression. Oh, could be. I do. I think it's just like as an overhang because Molly's gone. Mm-hmm. Like when I'd leave recording a show, I get so clumped. That was my time to talk to her. We would talk for like an hour and a half, and now you can't do it because yep. she's in Africa. Well, could be. So it's like, uh, I just think there's a little bit of Paul. There's probably I'm like, a lot I just want to go to sleep and speed my time up. 
I don't know. But also, I'm like easily sleeping 10, do- also, 10 hours a Also night. what you did when you were a kid. Think of Christmas morning. You want to go to bed so that you can wake mm, up. So yeah. It's, similar. it's definitely a challenge. Anticipation. But she's doing well. So I've had a Good. lot of requests. She's getting packages. Pe- friends have sent her boxes. She's doing really well over there. She's going to volunteer at this, this gorgeous cathedral in Djibouti. Mm-hmm. It's this beautiful cathedral with these beautiful... Very modern. You'd love the design. It has like a kind of a, the front is like a half circle. Mm-hmm. It, it's just absolutely beautiful. And the bricks look like they glisten mm. when you see it. I don't know why, but Molly's going to take big, like real photos for right. me. And then she's, so she's helping refugees as well. Nice. So there's, it's really just refugee. The whole country is really refugee from Ethiopia. It's a challenge. So there's different languages. They speak Russian and English and French. Good. It also probably makes her time go by. That's what she said. That's why she wanted to do it. Was right. it would make her time go much faster. So it'll be like August. It's just like around the corner, right? It will literally be here before you do it. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's the way it works. So yeah. So we're gonna talk about. I mean, just around the corner, and I'm a mom. We're gonna talk about Mother's Day weekend and and going out and seeing open houses. Lots of them. Yeah, for the parade. I, I'm curious to find out how many homes will be mm-hmm. in the parade because we have such a great market right now. Mm-hmm. There's such a shortage of homes. So I'm curious to see how many homes come on on the parade. And then how many visitors do they actually get? I wonder how they count that. As I don't well. know. I don't know how they count it. It'd be interesting. Well, I know people ask, you know, when I hold an open house, I always say, now they're volunteering their information. So I had a big open house last week, and I had five families through. So they come through. It was good pace. Mm -hmm. But everyone filled in the document, which I thought it was was really nice not to say, you know, the owner would like you to fill in and offer feedback. But I have a feedback page. Mm -hmm. So they fill in their name or their, and and I'm like, if you don't want to leave your email, fine, but please give feedback. Is there anything that we, that you see that I don't see? Mm. And that's what it says on the feedback. What's the, what do you see that I don't see? And then they fill it in. Interesting. Because I had to try and think of a way to like, hey, you know, because I don't see, you know, you see more than I see, but I don't see everything and the owner lives there, so they don't see. So what can we do? And there's been nothing but. In this case, it was floor plans, two-story with all the bedrooms up. So what do you do? Nothing. You you can't do anything. Not but that's good feedback for the owner. Yeah. And you build a master, which I was going to talk to yeah. to BK Will about. BK. BK. Another yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm Patty Wilson. This is Patty's Playhouse. Our number is 850-656-0009. Our website is brokeragefl.com. So you can... You know, look at our pretty pictures. Hit us up. We do help people buying and selling, so we are available. We we are taking clients, which is fun. I love, yeah, I love helping people fit the house to their life and the function of the house and the fit, which is why we're going to talk to to Brian about retrofitting homes and what's in and the trends. We didn't get to do that the last couple of weeks because we've had such great guests. It just kind of flowed not to have the trends. But what trends are in, colors, type of, like, is triple stack crown molding still in? Is granite still in? Because, you know, our friend, what's her face from Fixer Upper, mm-hmm. Joanna? Yeah. She's, she's all about the quartz. Yeah, I'm not about the granite. She's about personally. the quartz. And you're not about granite? No. What do you like? Marble? Marble, quartz. Quartz. Yeah. 
I'm the marble chips. That's the challenge. When our friend Christine had the marble, it does no had the marble. It. I mean, it, it just got tapped, and it, it was crappy marble. Well, which they switched out. They switched out to granite. It just has a lot to do with that, and a lot to do with care and maintenance. But I mean, all in all, if I'm looking aesthetically, I'm not choosing granite. Just saying. Sorry, I'm gonna gra- get, sorry, granite people. I'm gonna get butcher block. Huh? I, like I already picked block. it out. Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. Stick with us. We have Brian Will from the Tallahassee Builders Association. Our number is That's Scott Cowart. I'm here. We have our guest, Brian Will. He's president of the Tallahassee Builders Association. Hi, Patty. How are you doing, Brian? If I was any better, you'd want to be me. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Hi, Scott. Know, that's that, up, right? That kind of cheeriness Super is up. not for this room. I'm used to it. Well, I could go negative and say, well, I was fine, but I'm getting over it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the clubhouse. I just don't know what to say with those dad jokes. <laughs> right? I'm not quite sure. So is this your first time being president of the association? No, actually, um, it's my third. I it's was, your third. I was president in 93 and 08, and now again in 2020. And they have 300 members, which we talked about. Yes, And they sponsor the Parade of Homes. The Parade of Homes is our signature event every year. It's always held on Mother's Day weekend, the first weekend, and the following weekend this year. Those dates are May 9th and 10th. Mm-hmm. and the 16th through the 17th. We uh, have an early bird sign-up uh, event coming that we call a hard hat happy hour on the 23rd where builders will come and get a discount mm-hmm. for their entry fees. Uh, we'll know better after that how many homes. We're hearing that we're going to have a very big parade this year. Nice. Uh, much better than last, and we're very excited about that. Um, attendance last year was phenomenal, and we expect it to be that way again this year. Yeah, I think people really look forward to it. They do. You know, it's amazing how many people, especially Mother's Day weekend, mom says, I want to go look at houses. You're not going to tell mom no on Mother's Day weekend, <laughs> you know, so people come out, and uh, usually the weather's really nice uh, those two weekends in May, and um, we have f- phenomenal turnout, and we, and we have beautiful homes our builders have turned out some fabulous um homes the last number of years in all price ranges so we're excited about this year's parade and they expand throughout the several counties in our area it's wakulla mm-hmm. jefferson leon we will have we will have entries in wakulla county we have builders down there who are members of our association i'm um, hearing rumors that we're going to have a house at um summer camp Oh, nice. Franklin County. Yeah, Franklin County. Um, we may Near St. James Bay. 
yes, we may have uh, entries in Jefferson and Gadsden this year. I don't nice. know yet because, you know, the, they haven't submitted it haven't, yet. Haven't submitted their applications yet, but this is what we're hearing. There's some really nice builds in Jefferson County. Oh, There's absolutely. Some, I, I think it's the prettiest county in the state. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. And there are some really eclectic kind of fun styles mm-hmm. that they've been building over there. Mm-hmm. My first... Uh, my first parade of homes i was in heritage hills by myself and there was like two houses because turner heritage was the builder and there were and now it's all but full yeah so it took a while because of the downturn but it's beautiful Mm -hmm. it is they're beautiful homes so that's exciting so how do you feel about mr president it's your first year you know, it's, it's an up year because 2008 was not an up year so this has to be a lot more fun to be president was tough this is a lot uh a lot more enjoyable i just uh was sworn in in december so my term goes december to, to december i have uh the best executive committee of senior officers that i could have hoped for and our board of directors are all professionals uh, we have for the first time this year quite a few young builders who are getting involved in leadership positions and that's really exciting because if you look around the boardroom the last couple of years we're all getting gray and um some guys are starting to retire and now we've got some young guys coming up and taking leadership roles and it's just really exciting to see just the change in the way they handle technology and media and marketing and design and uh, their ideas on leadership for the builders association has just been very enjoyable and you take affiliates in the association, yes. they're affiliate mm-hmm. members. You don't have to be a builder to join, is my point, I guess. That, that's correct. We're, we're about two-thirds members who are associates. That would be our electricians, plumbers, air conditioning people, uh, surveyors, realtors, um, hopefully stagers, and who join the association as associate members. And then about a third of our membership are actual licensed contractors. And so, and I, I, we have a mutual friend, Becky, and mm-hmm. Becky owns Advantage Title, and she and I talk about that you're really trying to expand it to show the benefits of the Builder Association to realtors. We are. From real estate mm-hmm. agents, not necessarily realtors, but sales, sales associates. One, one of my goals commercial this year, and residential. And one of my goals this year as president of the Builders Association is to work more closely with the Board of Realtors. We've um, had some conversations already, and... Um, we have mutual interests in providing (laughs) safe affordable uh housing for the residents of tallahassee it's something that's a mutual goal we ought to be working together and not just be on opposite sides of town doing our own thing and the purpose of this show has always been communication for the buyer and the seller and i think that free throw free flow of communication from the builders association to realtors is hugely important very much. hugely important mm-hmm. with code enforcement just electric i mean just all of those things that have to happen on a, to a house mm-hmm. and if it's not then it's not functional you can't sell it or it's going to cost you a fortune but knowing what those trends are coming what codes are coming up mm-hmm. how do we make it so it's free flow communication well i think that's one of the things that we haven't communicated well to the realtors is the benefits of them selling a new home versus a resale Mm -hmm. i mean do you want to buy a house with somebody else's toenail clippings in the carpet i I tell people all the time you don't want to buy someone else's dirt (laughs) and so yours is a little bit more graphic right (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it gets your attention. It does. Yeah. And Turn so, um, and <laughs> that's and, why it's green. <laughs> and new and new houses are more energy efficient. They're stronger. Uh, they're the latest designs, more energy efficient appliances, more visually appealing. So, there's a lot to be said for buying a new house. Because when you buy a 30 year old house, even if it looks new, it's still always a 30 year old house. That's right. It's just, it is. You can't go back in and fix all the walls. And, and I mean, that it would be astronomical. Mm-hmm. So many buyers expect that. Yes. They expect when they go see a 1970 house and it doesn't have a 36 inch wide front door, like that the home seller is going to retrofit the door when they're not. Mm-hmm. So you need to really, if that's your, if that's your number one concern, say you're from South Florida and that's your number one concern, then we need to start looking at 1995 and newer. Right. We need to. Like, but then it's the benefit of the realtor to know when those codes changed. Right. That's how I look at it. Like, I want to know what what's my age range. If you don't care, what's the new code? What are the years? And it's like nineteen ninety three, nineteen ninety five. It all got changed, and then again, yes. Yeah, so after two thousand. So after Hurricane Andrew, which was ninety four, four. Yeah, Scott's from South Florida. Was that? Yeah. It? So it is ninety five. Um, I think is when it changed. So codes tightened up a lot especially south florida but even throughout the state and florida went to a a unif a uniform statewide building code and um with amendments to that code that are even stricter for the higher in, uh, wind impact areas and what we've seen is that code is performing very well in all the last couple of storms we've had there was a question I completely lost my train of thought when you were talking about that. About code changes? About code changes that someone asked me a question. I'll have to go to it. I'll have to think about it next break and think about what it was. But about the... I can't remember. Oh, I know what it was. So you have a home inspector and this, and he didn't know this question first. So the home inspector goes in. It's new homes. They're looking for wind mitigation uh, form. So mm-hmm. the wind mitigation is something the insurance companies like to see because they want to know about clips, That's doors, right. and windows. Mm-hmm. Well, this home had tie screws, which you can't see. Right. And it's, it's two homes on the same street. Insurance company was fine because the age of the home and they knew it was code. But if somebody had to go back in and prove it, you can't prove it. But it's, are they yeah. going away from clips to ties or is that another question for another person? No. Tie so- screws. So engineering is, is varies from house to house depending on the orientation, depending on the height of the walls, the pitch of the roof. Um, and so the engineer is going to specify what type of hold downs, clips, straps, or goal bolts is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking. You're talking about as a bolt that goes all the way from the Correct. top of the wall to the bottom of the wall. Correct. Uh, that's an acceptable method. Um, and the whole point of that is to keep the roof on the house in case – of a a major wind event breaches the windows or the doors and that creates pressure to push the roof off of the house and so all that's designed to keep it down i've joked for years that in tallahassee we don't need clips and straps the trees will hold the roof down (laughs) on that note (laughs) i'm patty wilson this is patty's playhouse stick with us we're going to talk about retrofitting a house 850-656-0009 
Welcome back. It's Patty Wilson, Patty's Playhouse. We're talking to Brian Will from New South Homes. We're going to talk about retrofitting a home. He's also the president of the Tallahassee Builders Association. The Parade of Homes this year is the 9th and 10th. And then add seven, Patty, the 16th and 17th. Good job. Woohoo, I did Look it. You. Of May. Look at you. Don't of forget. May. I started to start to looking on. for houses today. Finger. Seven. <laughs> Do add it. seven, Patty. Get my little iPhone out. Nope. So, yeah, we're talking to him. We were just talking about hurricane clips versus screws and technology's changing, but insurance companies and the forms haven't changed yet. So that was my last question. Like, how do you handle when the house doesn't have clips, which are visual, and a home inspector can go in and see to write the wind mitigation form? Insurance requires it gives you, I think, a big discount. It's like five, $600 in an older home. How is that technology going to be changing? We don't know what we don't know. Correct. So once this home's not new, our insurance company's just like, eh, it's okay. We'll just take your word for it. Or, we don't know. Or, uh, it doesn't have it because the inspector that is out there currently cannot tell. Yeah, you can't tell. So someone has to fill in the gap between those two in order to get that information. And that's why I didn't know if you take video, which is great, or have an invoice. But in this case, the insurance company was fine with the inspector writing other. Yeah, it's fine now. It's like tie screws. 25 years from now. How fine is it? Yeah, I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. But I think our houses will be floating by then. I don't even think they'll be tied down. minds want to know. Yeah, because we don't even have like flying cars yet. Didn't you think by 2020 I mean, we'd have flying cars? I was really lit down by the Jetsons. <laughs> Why? Just saying. I just drooled I mean, shouldn't, all we over should my be room. flying at this point. I literally and just And where's drooled. my robot? And I'm not talking about the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> which, by the way, although a bad idea. I know you I have love one. one. I cannot handle it. Why? Okay, I had a client once who had a cat. Uh-huh. And the cat didn't go to the box. And so the Roomba came right over it and just took it everywhere through oh, the entire house. Lord. And that I I was, that problem. dare I say, a shit show. So <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> so no. Well, let's talk to Brian about New South Homes. Let's do it. And retrofitting a house. Well, oh, Define yeah, retrofitting for, retrofitting. for those that don't know. Oh, yeah. Define I mean, retrofitting. I know. I know what it means. You you tell them, Brian. Define retrofitting. You're we're, retrofitting a house. We're judging you. Go You're ahead. adding on a house. Okay. So you want to re purpose or remodel mm-hmm. your interior space or you want to add space either way either you're changing way. it okay so i do a lot of that i know what is it yeah <laughs> so <laughs> you add, you do additions i do additions and basically subtraction i like this term that my friend says you have to subtract to add so sometimes mm-hmm. you have to take away a wall to add i'm like that's my that's my whole idea of styling <laughs> it really is to subtract i mean to add. i call it mm-hmm. editing i have to take out things before you're, i bring in things right it's I mean, just a better a, way to say it's alarming it for the to some people, but but you do like big additions. You do bathrooms. You do what do you do? Uh, we do a little bit of everything. So room additions, kitchens, baths, uh, repairs, general remodeling. Um, I built a uh, twelve hundred square foot he shed she shed last year. Did you really? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Dual uh, or separate? Well, it was one structure, twelve hundred feet, and she had a third for the dance studio, and he had a two-thirds for his workshop hmm. and both sides were air-conditioned had a full bath it was each uh, side had a full bath no no just her side had oh, okay that's about yeah. to say a jack and joe he said she said <laughs> yeah <laughs> say that 10 times you did it <laughs> or she said yeah she that was shed. a lot of fun it was free freestanding building and you know and back behind the their main house mm. 
Very cool. So that's we do a, that. That's I'm, a he shed, he shed. Do you draw the plans? Mm-hmm. Do you use an architect or a planner? I mean, all uh, of the above. Like I know Joe Wynn who does it. Who draws? Right, Joe Wynn. I use him um, quite a bit. Tom Harrison's the other designer I use. There are quite a few other designers in town that are very good. Um, I don't have time to actually sit down and draw plans by hand anymore, and so um, I enlist the help of guys like Joe and Tom to actually produce the plans. But I do help with the design work. You do. I do. So you help people like what we do, definitely what Scott does, is they have all these ideas mm-hmm. and there's so much, but then their budget's ah, beer. And then what do you, how do you fix it all in or make it look it? And that's where Scott's so good. At mm-hmm. the, it's a basically a smoke and mirrors. Like you don't need the, the Carrera marble. You can do this and it looks similar, mm-hmm. similar function, design appeal, because you're not going to get dollar for dollar on that appraiser. Right. on that appraisal which is my fault so scott tries to does the smoke and mirrors and then so that's what you're helping them edit their ideas yes yeah, so most of my customers or prospects haven't spent the money for scott or somebody else or done their designer to come in and actually design what they want and so i get the call hey we were thinking about redoing our kitchen can you come give us a price well no i can't give you a price because we don't have plans and specifications what you really need is a feasibility study. So I offer that to my clients. I'll come in and we'll talk about finishes. We'll talk about structure. We'll talk about schedules. We'll talk about budgets. Um, and so once we've done all that, you'll know if you're looking at a $40,000 project or an $80,000 project, whichever. And then you can decide on how to proceed with your designer design professional on actually drawing that up so we can give you a hard price most people don't have a clue what it costs because you see on television all the time that they got this done for three thousand dollars in three days and it's just not reality well in some cases it is <laughs> yeah, and, I have if you that. call Scott, I, I have done that before, and I get paid to fix that stuff. <laughs> not like no, we're not talking about redoing an entire like oh, I'm not kitchen. Talking about redoing, I'm talking about making it look, look making it look right. like it right. before you even spend that money. Because right. I had a friend, she's like, I'm going to redo my bathroom, Patty, and it was shower, and it was sixty thousand dollars. Oh I was yeah, like, oh my gosh, yeah, it was just crazy for a master it, bath. It's really not. <laughs> it, it is when you don't i was really shocked because yeah. i know the size of our bathroom but i was like oh my gosh it's so much labor cost and then it's the materials and then once you t- start tearing out stuff then you got to bring up to code that's correct and, and i think people miss that step in their mind's eye of what this is going to cost and what many people forget is to enlist the services of a design professional to help them with their finishes, with the layout, making sure all that looks good. You can't just go to Home Depot and buy what's on sale and expect it to look good. It's just not going to work. Or fit. Or I fit. mean, sometimes it doesn't even fit. Mm-hmm. So you you sit down with them and help them pick the colors and finishes? I don't do colors and finishes by and large. I generally recommend if somebody needs help with that, then I send them to a design professional. So you know what your role is. Mm-hmm. Nice, you stay in your lane. I do stay in my lane. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we have Brian Well from New South Homes. 
He's the president of the Tallahassee Builders Association. So we're talking about adding onto your home. And to add, you have to subtract what do you want it to look like. Because there's nothing worse when a new home, it's a new listing, not a new home. And you walk in and the pictures look great. And then you walk in and it's not functional. And you realize, oh my God, they added this addition on where you could bowl in the back of the house. And it's, but it's only 11 feet wide and you can't do anything with this long room. You just can't do, and it happens a lot. I mean, you can float furniture all you want, but there's no floating fix that room. Yeah, there's no floating in a galley kitchen. Sorry. This was a living, this was an add-on. It had long, really long, wide, like eight-foot-wide steps, and they were really shallow. So if you don't know what's coming, you're going to fall. And it was tiled, and the edges were tiled, which I'm never a fan of. I'm not a fan. And then the floor's tiled, and they didn't mix and match the tile so that you would see a difference. Yeah, that's a that's a challenge. I, I and then that, that room, which is just this bonus room, uh, is like as wide as this table is. It. I was like, can we go? And they had three hallways because they kept adding on and adding on. Hire a design. That's why I go back to Zillow. You have to have an appraiser in the house. Price per square foot does not work. They'll say, well, that's 1,200 square feet, Patty. 1,200 square feet of waste. <laughs> like, no, it's true. It's not. It doesn't work. It is absolutely and, true. But until you're in and you feel it, and of course, the realtor uses photos that are kind of like beautiful, but until you walk that house, you can't tell if it's functional no, or not. You're, you're... And it's not fair to use that house compared to a home that has spent the money to be functional. You're spot on. I mean, I can make a I can make a 1,200 square foot home feel like 1,800, and sometimes you can't make an 1,800 feel like 12. It's just it those type of design flaws are often off putting. So that's why we do the show. Communicate. That's right. So stick with us. We're going to continue to talk about to talk about talk to Brian about what he does to help all of us do better. Eight five zero six five six triple zero nine. Who built this house? How? Collaborate and listen. Ice is back. The brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flowing like a harpoon. Daily and nightly, will it ever stop ya? I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up the Welcome stage. back. I wanted to hear that melody. I mean, the true hook on this song. Uh, unfortunately for this song, there's not really a good Is it Ice Ice Baby? Is it the it's, song? It's a play off of uh, it, and yes, but it's sung in a very kind of Jamaican reggae. Reggae, that's the word. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of, but I couldn't say it. Well, we have Brian Will here. from. He's the president of New South Homes, and I had a couple questions about adding on and building do you see more separate builds like a she shed type or do you see people doing additions because there's those granny granny right we're seeing some people build what i prefer to call a carriage house mm-hmm. um that's, that's still pre- that's still pretty popular 
Uh, you can get more parking space and still have a space for an Airbnb. So they put the garage, and mm-hmm. then you're above the garage mm-hmm. with the carriage house. Yeah, so carriage houses are popular. Uh, room additions are very popular, especially master bedroom and baths. Um, if you take a Kalarna Estates house built in the – some of those are were built in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, three bedrooms, two baths, and you add a fabulous master retreat. We don't – and really, we don't even call it master Listen anymore. Listen to you marketing it's, it. It's the owner's suite. <laughs> it's not the master. Yeah, that re- doesn't have any. It's the owner's any, suite. Any um, downside to it, right? So, <laughs> you know, we try to be try to be correct, and and mm-hmm. but it is the better terminology. It is it is the owner's suite, and so you add that, and now you've got a house in Kalarna Estates with four bedrooms, three baths better closet space you can even repurpose one of the other bedrooms the on, the biggest drawback i see in houses of that era is the eight foot ceilings it's in tiny hallways and tiny closets four and, by two closets right. yeah it's um it's difficult to um improve on that without spending a lot of money i have raised i have raised the ceilings in houses but it, it's very expensive in my own personal house that I remodeled, I redid all the closets. I widened all the doorways. You made it ADA. You, you mentioned off. I did. Mm-hmm. Off record, which yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. And ADA has its own separate code. Yeah, there's certain standards. There's um, standards. In the Builders Association, going back around there, there's uh, quite a few of us who have, who have earned our CAPS designation. That's a certification through the National Association of Home Builders for certified aging in place and that's the caps specialist and so we learn things to do to help people age in place in their homes and the accessibility is you know the biggest part of that um and so i wanted my house to meet those standards and not i mean a house built in 1984 like mine you can't even hardly turn the corner with furniture to get it in the bedroom because the hallways are narrow the doors are narrow so i just fixed all that good for you mm-hmm. that's nice to hear and it's nice to hear that there's I, and i didn't know because i i didn't know what i didn't know about the certification because i was a nurse mm-hmm. that was my first career and it was it's always important to me when i walk into a home and i like how long am i going to live here mm-hmm. what's it going to feel like imagine i call it future self imagine yourself 15 years from now trying to wheel around or carry a walker through or are you going to put rugs down? Well, that's trip hazard. Or light switches? Where are the light switches going to be? And so I Sorry. talk to them about all of that. Mm-hmm. And what's it feel like when you're down here and the counters are up, or I'm tall and the counters are down and you injure yourself? What's yeah. important to you? So, so yeah, we talk about that. For people interested in accessibility, they can go on the Tallahassee Builders Association website. It's www.tallyba.com. There are There is a list of all the builders who have the certified aging in place specialist designation. And so there's, they're all guys that have passed um, the certification class and they're experienced and knowledgeable about those things. When my mother-in-law was living last year, we helped her. We were going to help her find a place and walk in showers mm-hmm. in apartment complexes, non-existent. That's correct. And why do you think that is? It can't be that much more to put a fiberglass shower in than it is a tub. No, that's trick. Correct. If you have a, a fiberglass shower unit rather than a tub, uh, it's about the same money. Mm-hmm. But they're non-existent the, here. No. I wonder if they do it because of tenants not having um, the same 
desires in terms of ownership and like leaving the water on and having a bigger bridge before Mm -hmm. the water goes over or something Mm -hmm. to that extent, especially if you've got two or three stories and stuff. Well, there's three rental communities here that have told us that they're 55 and over communities Mm -hmm. and none of them had walk-in showers. Well, that's ridiculous. None of them had, they had one bar, not two, not grab bars. And I'm like, how can you even... Where's HUD come in, which is another show, but how does HUD come in and say this is this works? Like everyone needs to elevate their standards to what Brian's talking about with his own home. So what other trends do you see? Or what are you doing? Trends. Your okay. Sunrooms. So, yeah, sunrooms, uh, kitchens and baths. Um, my clients who are redoing their bathrooms, generally speaking, are taking out tubs and making a walk-in shower unless there's not another tub in the house. I think, and you'll, you'll know this from a real estate standpoint, if there's not a tub in the house at all, it's not a positive. Mm-hmm. Families with children need at least one tub. The owner, or a pet. They want or, a tub. Or a pet. The owner's suite, by and large, should have a stand-up shower. I do have some clients that are big fans of bathing and don't want to stand up shower. The big jetted tubs or garden tubs are still in? Not so much, as long as it's a soaker tub. Um, People, their their clients still want, prefer to bathe rather than shower. Um, In those cases, you almost always have to put in a handheld shower wand. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, they don't have the shower. They only have that. Mm Interesting. Interesting. Do you tell people, like, no, I can't do that? Like, what you're doing is crazy. No, I can't do that. No, I can do anything. I can pick your house up and move it three inches if it's it's important enough to you. (laughs) If they're willing to pay for it. What did you say last week, Scott? You're like, don't ask a question you can't afford. Correct. (laughs) That's what he said. Because it happens all the time. People will spend money on what's important to them. I do. You Mm -hmm. do. What's what's important to me, I'll spend money on. And so... I, I say that as an exaggeration, but it's true. If you want me to do it, we can figure out how to do it. It might be very expensive, but pretty much we can. And do can it. you expand your budget from forty it, to one hundred and twenty? Right. Yeah. And and can you show me where you've got mm-hmm. that line of credit? Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, we, well, I mean that's the way to do it, though. And that, I, I, I use the cake shop as the, mm-hmm. the perfect example that you can't get a three layer, but instead of them putting it, the onus back on you, they just won't. I can't do it. I won't do it. Instead of Make it so cost ineffective that yeah, you I can do that. It's going to be double the price of a, an original cake. So do you want that? Yes. Okay. As long as they're willing to pay for it, you can do. Then it. you do it, but you don't just allow, say no. Just allow them to make the decision. Although my friend, I just had artistic confections. I'm a member of the Tallahassee 100 Club. Mm-hmm. And she just joined, and so they I made I had made a red velvet cake for my son James, right. and it was three layer automatically, three layer cake. It was delicious too. They're on Thomasville Road. I know, been there. Oh, have you? I have. Yeah, it was really Their good. Their food's good. So yeah, you don't tell anybody. No, no. Aesthetically, no. Mm-mm. No, it's just your budget. Go ahead, let's do it. Well, as long I'm, as it I meets mean, the requirements. I've, the I've been in this business thirty-four years, um, so I've seen a lot, and so I can adv- I, <laughs> I can advise you on what I think will be a better use of the space but it's ultimately it's up to the customer's lifestyle and their desire and what they think is going to make it better for them and so i don't have 
I don't have any clients who really screw up. You on stay neutral on that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I have the best clients ever, and they make good decisions. And I haven't had anybody. Well, your do- gallery. I mean, you've done some beautiful Thank work. You. Just absolutely that. beautiful. Thank you. Like it does not look. It doesn't look certainly cheap. Like it I've, looks beautiful. I've been very blessed. I, I, but you do see, as I see, I've watched you for years and you didn't even know it but i you see a theme like mm-hmm. it, it is you have a look mm-hmm. which is really nice to see you. that you but you carry it through not necessarily in color choices but like windows there's certain things that you've done that i've watched i'm like that's his i can thank tell you, Patty. that's very kind i appreciate it it's very true mm-hmm. well thank you <laughs> it's <is> very true <laughs> so what kind of client would you like what's your next client what do you want the client you don't have what do you want him to do what would you like to do next? Any challenges? Uh, no. Any I, ideas? One of the things I love about remodeling, and I do more of that than, than new construction, it's more rewarding for me and more challenging emotionally, uh, physically, financially, um, creatively. It's just fun. Oh, good. Well, it's a great way to end the show. Well, thank so, you for having me here. Thank this you for being awesome. on. Brian Will from New South Homes, and he's the president of Tallahassee Builders Association. Thanks for coming on. Thank 850-656-0009.